0: Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome to the Armour Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, joined always with my co-host, the beautiful, talented, oh, wait. Mm, just me. Oh, sorry, just, just Donna again. I you going to me, gonna do that. Jeez, I'm so predictable.
1: You know what? I have a whole throng, is that a word? Thong. Following a 65 to 70-year-old man. Do, oh, you anyway. do. <laughs> you think I'm cute. <laughs> you, you,
0: your attractiveness to <laughs> the 75-year-old age group is uh, pretty amazing. One uh, of them Donna, made me jewelry, by the way. You would have made your mother <laughs> proud. <laughs> Anyway, this is a men's health show. I'm a men's health expert, board-certified urologist. Uh, This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists, the practice that I started in 2007. Ooh, you're old. I'm an old man.
1: 15 years ago.
0: If you happen to be in the area that we live in, in here in Austin, uh, or anywhere else really in the world, and you want to get a second opinion on your disease process or just some advice on what's going on with you urologically, we are happy to take it mm-hmm. from you. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? You
1: can reach out to Dr. Sunny, Second Opinion Mystery at 512 You can call that number anytime during the week. Our website, what were you going to say?
0: It's like that joke, you know, where, where where that guy goes to the doctor and he goes, uh, sir, you have cancer. And, and then guy goes, well, I want a second opinion the doctor goes you're ugly too
1: <laughs> stop oh good lord our website for these terrible jokes are armormen'shealth.com. you can check out our locations we're in round rock north austin south austin and that very cute dripping springs texas
0: where they love dripping mm-hmm. today we have a guest donna we do yes we sure do stop it there is the one excellent thing about this guest is one thing
1: right that he's cute
0: that is not true do you know where he <laughs> went to medical school Baylor. Baylor College of Medicine. <laughs> Which, even though he's a radiologist, kind of almost makes up for the fact that he went to Baylor. You know oh what Oh, Lord. What? The other way around. Going to Baylor f- makes up for the fact that he's a radiologist. It's
1: always a radiologist joke. Or it's an anesthesiologist joke. Or an anesthesiologist. Or an ob joke.
0: It's, it's, it's like that joke. A radiologist, a pathologist, and a dermatologist walk into a bar on a Friday.
1: Mm-hmm. Because it's three o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> and I'm off. There's definitely no urologist at that little Do- hangout. Dr.
0: Trubeck, thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure to be here. He's exhausted already. <laughs> he's exhausted. exhausted. Already. Ready, <laughs> dr simon Trubeck. now you are a radiologist at uh, austin radiologic associate was that their name what's their name yeah. austin
2: radiological association and we've shortened it for you know people like you like yes you. um <laughs> whoa no. it's uh, or, or, or we sometimes call ourselves ara diagnostic
0: ara diagnostic yeah you went to medical school and then you did a residency, you did, you did one year of internship, and that's where you and I hung out a lot right. together. Yep. And then you did four-year residency, and then after that, you did... No, you went in a different order, right? You went and yeah. did your nuclear medicine residency first. That's right. That's right. I'm surprised you remember, because it's been... 20 years. Yeah. Yes. I think it's been longer than that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, no, I, I started off in surgery, and and I did that for a year and a half, and then I did nuclear medicine for a year and a half, and then radiology for four years, so...
0: I'm really smart.
1: (laughs) Wow, you all have the same sense of humor. He
0: he washed out of (laughs) surgery, and all of a sudden he's saying he's smart. (laughs) Anyway, he gets his Fridays off, and I'm working every day. and working on Saturdays. I guess he's the smart one. 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 Tell me, what is a nuclear medicine radiologist? What does that mean? What kind of tests do you do, and what kind of education do you have? Explain that to me.
2: As a radiologist, we do... A variety of imaging, uh, CT x-rays, ultrasound, MRI, and that's what a general radiologist does. And then I'm subspecialized in nuclear medicine, which is kind of the reverse of radiology. We actually inject radiopharmaceutical or radioactive substances into patients, and those are taken up by certain organ systems that we want to study, and we actually study the function of the system that we're interested in. So we can study uh, how the liver works or we can study how the kidneys work like when you're you know trying to evaluate upj obstruction or renal function we could do the same thing for the brain for the lungs etc cetera, etc cetera. so the stuff say- he's
1: injecting though what is that does so- it flush out like how yeah. does that work
2: yeah, well, it, there's two things. It just decays by itself. That's the oh. nature of, of the product of the radiopharmaceutical. Depends on, depending on what, what we're trying to study, there's a variety of them. And then they also flesh out. Typically, they just get excreted through urine or bowel oh. activity or oh, you good.
0: exhale them. Sometimes we give a radioactive gas to, to evaluate how the lungs work. Is there a, a set price to get gamma radiation? Because I would like to hulk it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what that means. <laughs> Nobody knows. I don't I mean, even know uh, what you said.
0: The Incredible Hulk. He,
1: oh, yeah, that's what yeah. he had? Oh, that's a guy Bichby, thing. Bruce Bixby, right? He got gamma. Is, is it?
0: Banner?
2: B- oh, okay.
0: Bruce. Bill Bixby, Bruce. I don't know. All right, we're not going to talk been about too horrible yeah. stuff today. So um, <laughs> so when it comes to prostate, so so we use uh, nuclear imaging quite a bit when it comes to uh, assessing kidney function and things of that nature. But recently, we've started getting better ability to diagnose cancer prostate cancer that has left the prostate. And uh, I'd love to talk a little bit about PSMA, prostate-specific... Prostate? Yeah, prostate-specific membrane, membrane antigen. antigen. Now, I've been hearing about PSMA for many, many, many years, and most of our listeners know about PSA, which is prostate-specific and so we know that the prostate makes PSA, but then going another level, now we know that on the surface of the prostate cancer cells or the prostate cells in general, there's something that we can detect called PSMA. And why don't you just tell us what has happened recently just in terms of imaging? What has been approved and, and, and what are we doing now that we weren't doing three years ago? So there's
2: been recent approval for a PSMA imaging agent and this agent like you were saying, targets prostate cells. Prostate prostate cells. Prostate right? cells. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we attach a certain type of radiopharmaceutical to that. And then we inject this agent into the patient. It's a painless injection, just like an IV injection of any sort. And and it goes to the prostate cells. and we put the patient in a Pet C T machine. And after a couple of minutes we can see if if the patient has a recurrence and, and exactly where it is. And this, this agent is actually uh, superimposed on a CAT scan image, like a CT image, so we can actually measure the intensity of uptake, which correlates with the disease process itself, and be able to measure the size of the lymph node or the bone lesion, or we can actually see
0: it in the prostate gland itself. It's an, it's an amazing... Uh, evolution. And for, for those listeners out there that have some experience with cancer, you may have heard of a PET a PET scan mm-hmm. because a lot of patients think that the PET scan is the way to identify cancer that spread mm-hmm. as if the PET scan was one thing, when in fact, it's a different thing for the disease process. And some cancers are easier to detect With PET scans and others. And so the ability to do this with the PSMA uh, uh, label is something revolutionary for prostate cancer, right? Absolutely. And I'm glad you bring this up because a
2: PET scan is just a machine. What we study in the machine is up to us. So certain cancers, like for instance, uh, renal cancer that you deal with on a regular basis, the standard PET scan is really the FDG PET scan. And that is a radio... Radio labeled sugar that we inject Hmm. and uh, renal cancers, they eat a lot of sugar. So we can see it, we can see their metabolic activity. Unlike uh, prostate cancer, Prostate cancer doesn't consume
0: a lot of sugar. It's a very indolent, slow-growing tumor. It's not metabolically active. active. So a standard PET scan isn't going to see it. So if you come see me as a patient and you saw me for the last 20 years and I didn't order a PET scan, that doesn't mean I don't love you or don't care about you. (laughs) It's that the PET scan wasn't the right way to test whether it's gone anywhere. And because we are looking for prostate cells, of course the prostate's going to light up on your scan. But if you see any prostate cells anywhere else in the body, you know that's not supposed to be there, right? Correct. So if you see Correct. it in the bone or anything. So so recently it was approved. We've been able to get a lot of PET scans, these, um, these PSMA scans approved by Medicare. Correct. And uh, some commercial insurances. And I actually have gotten very little pushback now. So uh, it's changed my way of evaluating somebody that's high risk. If somebody has a high PSA and we find cancer now, Instead of doing a bone scan and a CAT scan like I used to, Mm -hmm. now I'm doing a lot more just PSMA scans to tell me if the cancer's gone somewhere. That's correct. How long does the test take?
2: The imaging test is you're in and out in about an hour. You come in, you get the infusion, the injection of the PSMA imaging agent. And then you, if you've ever had a CT or an MRI, it's very similar. You just
0: put it in a machine that looks very similar. And you're done and you go home. Would you say that the uh, ability of this test to identify metastatic disease for like lymph nodes or bone disease is better than a standard CT scan and bone scan? Oh, no question. It's superior to it. Because you (laughs) can see very small areas of uptake, right? About how small of a a metastasis do you think this PSMA scan will pick up?
2: So we routinely see lymph nodes, 4 millimeter lymph nodes.
0: And, Which in CAT scan, it's got to be almost two centimeters before you see it.
2: Correct. And by criteria, it has to to call it positive. You have to see a change by five millimeters from mm-hmm. from prior images. So you have
0: to have two CT scans just to call something positive. That's correct. But with the PSMA scan, if the lymph yeah. node lights up, you know that it's that it's abnormal. Uh, you know, uh, it just it's a, it's a revolution in, in identifying cancer. We're going to talk about how. Um, we're using this technology Mm -hmm. at the next level to not just be able to see that you have cancer spread, but we're going to use this technology to actually cure cancer. Absolutely. So, Dr. Trubeck, thank you so much for joining us today. Donna, uh, we're going to be back to talk about therapeutics Mm -hmm. and PSMA scans in just a second. Why don't you tell people how to get a hold of us and send us an email?
1: That's right. If you have questions for Dr. Trubeck about this discussion or any other discussion we have for Dr. Mystery, you can email us at armormenshealth.com. You can submit a question there, and we will answer it anonymously. And again, we're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, if you're listening to us from the other side of the world. Our website, again, armormenshealth.com, our phone number, 512 238 And we forgot to mention the podcast today. Listen to our podcast; it's magical, and you might get a free T-shirt if you reach out to me because I have like five thousand of them.
0: And it's what allows me to be doctor worldwide. I got to change things up because our podcast requirements and our radio requirements are a little different.
1: Yeah, because people in China were like, "Wow!" In wow. America, they're hours only last minutes. fifteen
0: minutes long. <laughs> you think they were insulting us in China? Yes,
1: Ugh. and Russia.
0: It's probably because they know you're half Thai.
1: That's right. They're like, "We don't like those Thai people."
0: I wish we were getting hacked by the Russians because we never get hacked. Mm. We're not important enough. We, we are one of the one she of the most the, the most listened podcasts. uh, Most famous ones on the internet right We won awards didn't we?
1: We won a few awards Best prostate cancer podcast Best men's health well you know we're second Best but I keep saying best and then best men's Health and then best sexual health podcast You know what I haven't reminded our listeners In
0: some time we are I'm the s- we are the second largest urology group in town which means that we have to work just a little bit harder. We're
1: cuter on the weekends keeps saying on that. Weekends. We'll push our boobs up a little higher on Fridays. <sighs> I
0: don't think my boobs are going to get any higher. Uh-uh. <sighs> anyway, uh, we're joined again <laughs> with our guest a f- long-term friend of mine someone that I did internship with back in the Good old days when we were young, young men in Houston at Baylor College of Medicine. And
1: not gray in the beards. And not
0: gray everywhere. <laughs> Did yeah. I tell you the other day at a patient I walked into a patient room mm. and he said, I'm always so relieved when I'm with an older doctor mm. <laughs> Mm. I took a double take You're and looked ego. behind me for somebody else. Right.
1: I saw your ego go son phew. Of a gun. Mm. I
0: still think of myself as a young buck on the stage. And one of the reasons that I think of myself as so young is because of the cutting edge therapies that we do. Dr. Mm-hmm. Trueback, thank you so much for joining us again. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. So in the last segment we talked about a, a relatively new introduction of an agent called PS. MA scan to help identify cancer that's gone outside of the prostate. And this helps us identify lesions that are much smaller than you would with the traditional CAT scan and bone scan. And when you get on these people early, you can really do something. If you know that their T12 is where the one tumor they have is, this is called mm-hmm. small metastatic or oligometastatic disease. Mm-hmm. And we can do radiation right to it. The earlier the better, right? Earlier intervention is, I mean, is very impactful. to patients' survival and quality of life. So getting on them early is really important. And now we can identify tumors that are outside the process that are much smaller. Now, wouldn't it be awesome if you could take this same PSMA and attach a little <laughs> ray gun to it and then put it into the body and the ray gun could kill the cancer. Pew, pew, pew. He That's is an, a genius. Is that the noise? That it's makes? a little ray gun, right? Yes, and am a great I, analogy. Am I, am, I, am I the first one to think of this? I think the second. After Dr. Oh, yeah, yeah, just... Except, <laughs> so why don't you tell us, you know, that's all in joking. Uh, this is fascinating, cutting-edge stuff. It's exactly what we thought we should be at, which is that you can tell the tumor, you can tell the, the little ray gun mm-hmm. where to go and how exactly. to kill just the cancer, which is amazing because regular radiation therapy and chemotherapy hurts everything. That's right. But to have targeted therapy now is like, Very cutting edge. Why don't you tell us about PSMA ligand therapy? Just like we talked about
2: earlier, if you have a positive PSMA scan, then we know we can treat the disease. So what we say in our business is that if you can see it, you can treat it. Once you've identified the small cells of metastatic disease, you come back and you get an injection of the same PSMA agent, but we switch out the ray gun from one that shoots light out that we can take pictures of, Yes. To one that actually kills and destroys the cells. And it's cellular targeted therapy, just like you were saying. You know, the cells get destroyed on a cellular level. You don't destroy everything. You don't lose hair. You don't have bowel problems. All, all the complications. You're not going to feel
0: tired of, you know, hormones or whatever else correct, you're on.
2: Correct. You don't have to have systemic chemotherapy, which is, you know, toxic. So this is really innovative therapy for, for patients with, you know, biochemical recurrent prostate carcinoma. And the beauty of the imaging and the therapies, like you were saying, you can identify the disease much earlier on. So you can intervene earlier on. So you can have, uh, you know, significant results and just
0: a much better quality of life. You know, when people talk about prostate cancer and I diagnose somebody, almost nine times out of 10, the patient comes in convinced that this prostate cancer is going to be slow growing and not a problem, and they're right. But in a small group of patients, about 10% of patients, we're finding them at the metastatic level when we first diagnose them. Their PSAs are very high. And then the prospect of having to do all of this crazy therapy, the systemic chemotherapy and getting sick and like losing your hair, like you said, and getting, getting ill. The idea that for some of these patients, we could offer them a therapy that sounds almost too good to be true, right? It is, it is a therapy that will not make their whole body sick and will be targeted against prostate. And this is cutting edge brand new stuff, right? We have it right here in Austin. Absolutely.
2: We've done three patients already. We're the first center in uh, central Texas to be doing these therapies. We've been recognized as the center of excellence by the Society of Nuclear Medicine and Molecular Imaging. We're getting patients from Johns Hopkins here. That's correct patient To you? Yes, it's incredible. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I
0: mean, you couldn't even be a surgeon. You had to drop out.
2: I know, but you know, I, it's like being the second best. No it, way, you know, you just have no, to work a little no, harder. No, 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 no way you come on my show
0: and I don't make fun of you for that, buddy. I just couldn't take it. Couldn't take the pressure. <laughs> couldn't take the pressure. So you're getting patients from Johns Hopkins. We've done more cases here than MD Anderson already. Correct. Because we're the first here in Austin, and I say we, I mean you and the amazing right. team that you have there at ARA, you know, you're going to have a greater experience with this than almost anyone. You know, if you're a patient out there and you've been, diagnosed with metastatic prostate cancer, what should they be? uh, So it's not just metastatic prostate cancer. Let's just say that if you were diagnosed with prostate cancer and you were treated and now your PSA is rising again, this is the first step, right? Correct. And that's
2: what you guys call biochemical recurrence. You've had the the prostatectomy or radiation therapy and then your, your PSA levels are slowly climbing and you know that it's somewhere, but we just can't find it with a bone scan or a regular CAT scan. This is where this imaging agent is really instrumental in identifying early recurrence. And the earlier you intervene, the better... better the outcome is
0: going to be. So for a lot of those patients out there that have already, maybe you were diagnosed with a PSA recurrence, maybe say five years ago before PSMA was out Mm -hmm. there. If you're out there listening, talk to your urologist and make sure that you get this PSMA scan done. It's paid for by Medicare. A lot of commercial insurgents are paying for it. That way you'll know because if they think that, that your lymph nodes were positive, but really there's a small lesion in your spine or in your femur, then you'd like to know that. Absolutely. And like you were saying, that's
2: oligometastatic disease. You can treat it with focused therapy and have a tremendous result and not have uh, you know, progression of disease potentially.
0: And it's available inside the office. The drug itself is given through an IV infusion, correct? Yeah. So let me tell you about our therapy center. We have
2: three rooms. They're specially designed rooms for the administration of this radiopharmaceutical. We actually treat other tumors like uh, they're called neuroendocrine tumors, similar deal. Patients come in, they have Wi-Fi, television, they have their their own medic, they get the infusion and they're monitored. The infusion is about 30 minutes and then they're monitored for about an hour afterwards. And then you go home with, with some instructions and uh, you go back to your, your urologist for monitoring. And you come and see us every six weeks for the the duration of, uh, of the therapy course.
0: Now it takes about 30 weeks to get fully treated and then you get imaged afterwards. Uh, you know, metastatic disease for prostate cancer can cause leg swelling and uh, and bone pain it can cause lots of urinary and other kinds of discomfort depending on where the tumor goes mm-hmm. and we would expect those symptoms to improve correct oh absolutely and that's
2: that's the initial indication for the use of this therapy agent is actually to improve the quality of life and to extend survival but this was initially studied for really sick patients with advanced disease we're expecting the indications to be changed in short order because the results are are, are really good, and I think you know um, there's a lot of good change to come. So it's something that you definitely need to talk to your urologist about.
0: What I've learned about medicine is that when you don't have a next step, a lot of times doctors delay the next to last step. So what I mean by that is, I know patients that have been had their prostate removed, and then their PSA started going up. But we didn't think we had that many good options. So we just let it go up for a while. Right. And then you put them on hormone therapy. And then they fail hormone therapy, and you just let it rise for a while. Well, he's not symptomatic. Nothing's going on. I don't want to put him on chemo yet. And so that's why all these people were so sick at the end. Correct. But mm. now that we have this next level, now I feel like more patients and more doctors are going to be willing to go through the algorithm quicker. Because we know that the smaller the disease, right. the more likely we are to, to help it and to kill it and so people will go more rapidly through the process so that they are able to be qualified for this PSMA ligand therapy absolutely and i mean
2: this is going to be really impactful i mean there's almost 250,000 new diagnoses of prostate carcinoma every year and mm. and 34,000 patients die every year for prostate carcinoma so oh my gosh. i mean this is going to be this is going to be a game changer for all those people that are suffering it's Wow. It's really significant.
0: You just have to and, get them to the doctor. Right. This is this is amazing. So if people uh, have a urologist that's not as um, uh, knowledgeable about this, do you want them to come see me or come see you directly? No, you go
2: see their urologist, and the, the urologist understands the patient. They put the jigsaw puzzle together. They get the PSMA, uh, so they, they get the PSA um, blood work. They mm-hmm. get the appropriate imaging. They understand the patient. They understand the surgical and radiation intervention chemotherapeutic interventions that have been done prior to that, and then they decide what's appropriate for the patient, and then you send them to, you know, a center of excellence like like ours.
0: So if they wanted to reach out to you and learn more, uh, how do they contact you?
2: Um, you can look up uh, ARA diagnostic, or you can uh, call 512-519-3456, extension 2351, Or email us at theranostics at osrad.com. com. theranostics is a portmanteau, kind of like Brangelina. Okay. <laughs> it's therapy and
0: diagnostics. Theragnostics. And that'll be on our uh, show notes. Mm-hmm. It'll be, and then of course, if you want to just email us, we'll give you that information too. That's right. Dr. Truback, thank you so much for joining us today. This is fascinating information. Donna, how do people get a hold of us?
1: You can reach out to us at armormen'shealth.com and call us at 512-238-0762. I'll send you this information. If you ask for it, ask for Donna.
0: The Armour Men's Health Show will be right back. To submit a question for Dr. Mystery. visit armormen'shealth.com. Oh,